if you don't design your life, someone else will design it for you, and you may just not like their idea of balance. Hey guys, welcome to another episode of The Balance. Today's episode is brought to you by our friends at Pear. Pear is a talent booking agency that allows any artist, regardless of demand, to independently book events through a clean and simple mobile application. It encompasses every aspect of the booking process, integrating paperless contracts, electronic payments, and even calendar organization. Pear will diminish the unnecessary in order to increase the profitability and productivity of the artist. Find out more at pearbooking.com. On today's episode, you'll be meeting Brandon Brittenbach. If you've been keeping up with the podcast the last couple of weeks, you've been hearing the intro that talks about Pear Booking. Uh, Brandon is actually the owner of Pear, so he's going to go into some detail about his idea that sparked the company and uh, his general passion for the music industry and what he hopes to bring to it with Pear. Uh, so stay tuned and enjoy the episode. How's it going, everyone? Welcome to another episode of The Balance Podcast, where we talk about the balance between creativity and everything else that fuels it. Today, I'm here with a new friend who is an avid golfer. He's been playing for 20 years. Started his first company when he was eight. It was a bike shop out of his toy room called Bikes R Us, and faked his way into playing bass for a national touring band without ever touching or playing bass, <laughs> which is a good story that leads to his uh, entire music career. Welcome, Brandon Brittenbach. Thank you. Thank <laughs> Welcome. You. <laughs> this is the second time I recorded this because I said your name wrong yeah. the first time. No worries. Breaking no my worries. rules. No worries. Um, Brandon, this is the first time we've met. Yeah. Um, we in, have, person. in person. In um, person. We have lots of mutual friends, but mm-hmm. uh, for those who don't know you or your work, go ahead and give a little um, status of where you're at today and kind of how you got there. Yeah. So, um, yeah, like you said, I kind of faked my way into the industry. Uh, I grew up, uh, you know, playing music. I started playing guitar young, uh, then picked up drums and piano, but bass was just nothing I, I ever picked up. <laughs> but you ended, ended up yeah. playing randomly. Yeah, so, I mean, long story short, I played with a lot of indie bands, and then I moved to Nashville, and this touring national touring band was like, hey, we need a backline tech guy. Would you want to come out and hang? I was like, yeah, sure, I'm not doing anything. And so I went out on the road, and next thing I knew, I was out with them for... Oh goodness, it was probably a year, and uh, and then their bass player was leaving, and they were talking on the bus like, "Who could we get to play bass?" And I was like, "I'll do it." And they're like, "Really? Like, I mean, who knows the songs better than me? I've right. listened to them for the last year. I know them all by heart." And and they're like, "Well, yeah, cool, awesome. So like, well, well let's get together, let's rehearse tomorrow, and then you know, like, we're flying to Germany in three days, so your first show will be in Germany." I'm like, "So you start you start YouTubing how to play bass?" <laughs> well, I actually went. Like we were on the bus on the way back home. When I got home, I got in the car and drove straight to the local music shop, bought a used bass. It was a pretty sick Fender bass. Yeah. Like the pick guard was a mirror. <laughs> so it looked, it was, it was great. Yeah. Um, this is Nashville though, right? Oh, totally. So Nashville. of course there's great oh, yeah. music stores. Exactly. And, yeah. and so I picked up the bass, I went home, I um, found a way to like, you know, I had the MacBook Pro that had like, you know, the mic input and the sure. audio input sure. into it. And so I put the guitar in as the audio and then had like the mic or whatever and then pulled up GarageBand, put my in-ears in and started playing all the songs. And I was like, oh, this is so easy. This is okay, so this easy. Is only four, this is bass. Four bass is so this easy. Is, yeah. um, a lot of my bass friends are going to hate funny. me for saying that. But, um, <laughs> but anyway, so yeah, I like spent all night long going over the songs. I mean, 12 songs. I mean, just went yeah. over a few times. And I knew guitar, so I was like, okay, this is pretty straightforward. So the next day, went to the rehearsal space, rehearsed with the band. 
um, actually walked in and crossed paths with Keith Urban. So that was kind of weird. Wow. And, uh, and I was like, what am I doing? <laughs> and so uh, anyway, we rehearsed. I guess everything went great. And we flew to Germany and did the first show. That's insane. And I played bass with them for the next, it was probably like six or eight months. Um, and, you know, long story short, met my wife while I was out on the road with them. Got off the road for a little while. And uh, now today I'm back out on the road still, but in a different capacity. I'm a tour manager, front of house engineer, um, and also the CEO and founder of Pair. Awesome. So, so, so before we get into all of that, I mean, yeah. I'm just from a from being a failed rock star. Curious. <laughs> you, so you you were you played lots of interested instruments and were mm -hmm. was into music. Was that like formal training, or was it just kind no. of like garage band learning with friends? Yeah, uh, I grew up in church. Okay. And so I was a kid, like, the piano up front that sure. nobody was supposed to touch. I was the one touching yeah. it, you know what I mean? The drums <laughs> that the kid's not supposed to play yeah. on, I was yeah, the one yeah. playing them. And uh, and so, yeah, and then, you know, my mom, she was like, you know, what would you like for Christmas? I said, I love a guitar. I think it was 11 at the time. And uh, she's like, okay. So she bought me a guitar, and I printed yeah. off some sheet music. You know how it had, like, the tabs, like, yeah, where your yeah. fingers go? That's yeah. how I learned how to play guitar. Awesome. So, no, I've never had a lesson in guitar or anything like that. But you had, like, been on stage and, like, played in bands before you picked up a bass and started touring yeah, in Germany. Yeah, I started, <laughs> like, the first band I ever played in was called, uh, well, I had my own band back in the day, which was awesome. <laughs> we and, all did. Yeah, exactly. And then the first, like, real band, I guess you would say, was a band called Clearview. And I was a guitar player. It was uh, a rock band, very similar to, like, Chevelle. Yeah. Um, and so I had the long hair, Gibson guitar, you know, the crate amp, you know, sure, half sure, stack, sure. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> and yeah. just ripping it as yeah. best I could. Yeah. And uh, so, yeah, and then, so yeah, no formal training, just um, I've always had a love for music, love for audio, yeah. and just, I guess it was just a natural thing for me. That's right. So. Cool. So now, but, we'll, now go to today. Yeah. Your, we'll talk about pair later. Sure. Um, the big reveal, but like yeah. what? What um, is your current role now? Yeah. Um, and what are you doing outside of front house? Engineering? Yeah, so I, I work with a national touring artist and as a front of house engineer and uh, tour manager. Um, been working with him for the last five years now. And that's that's really where I felt like my gifting and love was in. Mm -hmm. um, I, I loved playing music. I, I love, you know, the, the art of music. But growing up, I, I always had this, like, deeper desire for audio and, mm -hmm. and especially at front of house um and mixing i felt like there's it's kind of like a missing art that a lot of people are just like oh he knows computers so he can run sound type sure, idea but sure. there's a real art and real passion that goes behind that position at front of house and so i was really passionate about that even the band Clearview, like I'd be the guy sound checking the band, yeah, and playing guitar, and right. then going on stage and playing guitar, right, right, right. and hoping that everything is good. Sure. Um, for, for those, we have a lot of designers, photographers, yeah. creatives, and a lot yeah. of them have musical backgrounds. I'm, I'm assume because I think there's a crossover there. For those people who don't know what front of house is, just give a quick like, oh. why? Why is it? An, I mean, I, I know, but like just from your perspective, it's the soundboard out front. It's the sound guy who is mixing the audio that the band is giving to you. So. Um, yeah, it's those guys in the back of the room that don't always get all the high fives and uh, are appreciated that much. But right. that's another story. Yeah, yeah. It's <laughs> crucial though for a it good is. show, right? Yeah, I like, mean, it could, it could make or break the night for sure. I mean, yeah. it could sound awful, and in, and it could be an artist that you've never heard of before, and because it sounds so bad, that's your first impression, and that's what you're going to walk away thinking. Yeah, at. yeah. And um, it affects how the band performs. Yeah, it's totally. It's a huge part of the tool totally. set of making sure everyone can hear. And, definitely, definitely. Uh, um, and so yes, the, 
lack of a better word, sound guy. <laughs> yeah, yeah. But, but even in that, like as your as your role as a tour manager, yeah. you're handling a lot of the business side of what the For band's sure. doing. For sure. You're also handling the live show yep. execution of things, and then everything else in between. I assume. Yeah. So it's it's nonstop. You know, first one up, last one down. Like. Um, you know, for us, all starts with like, you know, for me, it starts like when we arrive, what time we're supposed to be there, what time we're sound checking, making sure everybody's on the same page. So I'm coordinating with like runners, people picking us up from the airport, the production team at that venue, mm -hmm. making sure they know like what kind of gear we need and how many inputs we have, what kind of mics we need. And, uh, you know, coordinating all that stuff in the gear and keeping the band in line and booking all their flights. Because um, you're, you're booking order. Like Big events. These aren't yeah. like little indie no. like metal shows. This is yeah. silicone, right? Yeah, so yeah, is, yeah. These are big. Yeah, big festival big for sure. Yeah. yeah, big festivals and not, not not to like like blow it up. So no. like there's like light and production and yeah, and it's not just like a little bar. You guys are no, no, yeah, no. Just to set context, because yeah, like no. I, I grew up in like hardcore metal, so it was like oh like. Your true manager was the do the soldier merch and like yeah. got you water, but like it wasn't. Right. You just showed up and like loaded your gear, and it's yeah. not the same kind of. There's event. a lot of stuff that goes on. My job, there's a lot of stuff that goes on before we even get there. So I mean, there could be, you know, twelve phone calls, fifty some emails talking about one show, and you know, we do a hundred, hundred probably nowadays a hundred shows a year. It used to be 120, 130, but probably hundred shows a year now, and so that's a hundred different. Advanced contacts, merch contacts, production contacts, runner yeah. contacts, and logistics that I'm trying to keep into play. Yeah. And, um, you know, I'm relying on those people to execute on what we talked about. And so, yeah, there's a there's a, a lot that goes into it, but I, I love it. I, you know, I've always had that kind of like business entrepreneur love and deep and down inside. Yeah. And so that's what really drew me and attached me to that side of the business. Um, right. I, there's, there's a difference between um, a guy who is a musician and knows how to play an instrument mm -hmm. and then an actual player like somebody who's a player like they they that's right. their gifting is like playing that instrument right i was a guy who kind of understood music and understood uh right. how to play instruments but i really felt like my passion was like the guy behind the scenes mm -hmm. like encouraging and um, empowering the artist to do their thing you know what right. i mean and so that's 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 what I love right. most about my role today. Yeah. Well, so. it seems like most bands, when they get started, it's just the person that's the least artist, the right. person that like <laughs> is very creative and good at their craft, but right. it has like a little bit of logistics or management yeah. or like enough of that other side of the brain to right. execute on like right. <laughs> responsible tasks. For sure, for but, sure. But and even still, what you're doing, like, there's that's there's a blend of it's almost like just management, right? It's just you're a manager yeah. and you're also this other creative kind of mastermind behind a brand. Yeah, at the, for sure. At the larger scale, for sure. I mean, so ev everything falls on me like mm -hmm. in in the best uh i don't mean that in the way that's like you know i don't it no it's, it's you know job. Like with the bands like the bands yeah. like entertain people exactly write great music yeah right i'll ma make sure that everything everything else, else comes yeah. to brandon yeah yeah <laughs> so, yeah yeah but it's good i i love it man i'm i i really do enjoy my job in 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 what i call my career and uh, I'm I'm thankful for it. I That's mean, good. Uh, it's cool to be able to travel. The, I get to travel the world, meet so many rad people, make yeah. so many rad friends all over the all over the world, and um, you know get paid to do it. I mean, it's right. like it's how awesome is this? Yeah. Well, and it's <laughs> so. I feel like the more people, especially like now that I'm getting older, and meet other people that are my age that were in bands. Yeah. And I feel like more often than not, people are more jaded and be like, ah. Oh, 
like and it can like chew people up and, and sure. spit them out um and it's good to see people that have found a way to make that work yeah um, not just as like you know, a 20-year-old, but as an adult, as yeah, a career. Um, for sure. And you yourself have a family. I do. Yeah, um, I do. And I think um, that's really important in our camp, um, mm -hmm. in the, um, you know, with the musician I work with and, and the band members and all that kind of stuff. Like, we really value family. Um, we have a, a very, very strict four-night rule. We are, it is maybe once a year we will break our full night, our four night rule. And that's maybe because we're flying to the UK and obviously we have to be there for two weeks. Four nights um, like out from the house? Or yeah, four nights exactly. Okay. Yeah, yeah, so we're not going to be away more than four nights. And that's it's, crazy. And that's yeah. at the most. Majority of the time, it's only three. Yeah. Um, we have the opportunity because we live, you know, in awesome, sunny Southern California. Um, it's, uh, we have the opportunity that, or excuse me, we have to go. Let me rephrase this. We have to fly everywhere. Yes, um, we're not national. Yeah, airlines. exactly. Like you're not in the middle of the country. You can't just jump on a bus. You're going all yeah. the way to the East Coast and the East Coast exactly. and then Europe or yeah. wherever. And so we have the luxury of like, you know, it's well, maybe not the luxury of everybody, but like Fridays, you know, we usually go to the airport, we fly to one venue, Saturday we fly to another, Sunday we fly to another, and then Monday we fly home. And so our schedule is very similar to like a pilot's schedule. Like we're sure. gone for three days and then we're it's home. It's like a firefighter. Almost, yeah, exactly. Yeah. yeah, exactly. Gone and gone for three days, home for three days or four days. Um, but yeah, we're, we really, really do strive and, and try to make sure that we're only gone on the weekends so that we can be there for our families yeah. and, and for the, you know, to have that balance, I mean, with yeah. Uh, yeah, in, in life and um, with our careers. And because it, it, it could be very easy, you know, to go out there and just work you know, nonstop, you know what I'm saying? I mean, <laughs> yeah. And just like show after show after show after show, go out and do a two-month tour, four-month tour, be home for two days, another four-month tour. I mean, the opportunities are there, and it's sure. it, it, we, it could be that way. Well, but, that's how you make money is by being yeah, on tour. Right? Like, yeah, you do, exactly. <laughs> yeah, you do, but, um, you know, that's really, you know, where it comes down to for us. It's just like, man, like, we're, we're going to honor our families and just we're only going to be gone for a certain period of time, and then... Um, go out and do our work and do it well, mm -hmm. and then when we're home, we're gonna do our best to. Be That's husbands, good though, because so. I, I feel like the bands that break up or the organizations break up is when, because you could do either. You could yeah. have that expectation, or you can just go hard and tour. Right. But it's when there's a disagreement and not an alignment in that that. Mm -hmm. That's when things get rough, right? For sure, definitely. Because I think there's a there's an ambition or even potentially greed when it's like we're just gonna yeah. tour the hell out of this thing, right. and there's a lot of opportunity there, but. Most of my favorite bands have broke up because half the band wanted to keep touring and half of them were like, I just want to stay home with my daughter. Yeah. And so that there's a split. In, there is in a gender. split for sure. And I think it's just a matter of like, honestly, it's just a matter of communication. It's mm -hmm. and really finding out where everybody's at and having like, it may sound dumb, but like you need to have like monthly or whatever meetings together as a band like you're running a business you know what yeah, i'm saying it's, like it's, this is this is a corporation you guys put together yes and it's not for um you know saying so you need to take the time and talk about this together and like okay just like a, a massive corporation does we're gonna get together we're gonna discuss how's the company running how's the culture you know what i'm saying yeah. like what can we do better what can we improve how are you guys feeling what can we do to better our brand and our band so that we can keep striving for excellence sure, you know what i'm sure. saying and so but a lot of bands do miss that mark. That's cool. Do, do you ever, being like a creative and being, having your root in music, now that you have a more like management, hands-on kind of, you know, task-oriented job, mm -hmm. um, do you find that that gets stale sometimes? Like if so, like how do you 
how do you feel like you're still cre- like just being around music and empowering other people to be creative or like is there creativity in crafting it itself like what, what um, do you get that satisfaction as a creative yeah I job? definitely do when I'm behind the console for cool. sure 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 when I when I get behind that console I mean that that to me is like the highlight of my day yeah getting on the plane at 6 a.m that sucks that's yeah. that's brutal yeah you know what I'm saying like and then the flight's delayed, and you're like, oh, gosh. Yeah. And then you get to the – you're, you're lugging gear around, and, um, you know, you get everything set up. But, you know, when you get behind that console, for me, that's when the creative side of it's like, yes, this is this is awesome. You, know, yeah. you hear the drum tones coming out. Right. They're so They're satisfying. Yeah, yeah, it's just like, yeah. yes, I'm just, like, pumped about tonight. You know what I mean? Yeah. I'm pumped about what we're going to do and, and, and what we're going to create together. You know what I mean? That's the biggest thing for me as a front house engineer. Like, I'm, I'm in this with them. You know what I mean? Oh, like, yeah. they're, they're presenting something sure. from stage, and I want to do my best to, to portray what they're giving to the audience the best way that I can with putting my own agenda aside. You know what I mean? Like, so for me, when I'm mixing, I'm, I'm looking around the room. I'm looking at the, you know, the, the white-haired lady, the young kid, <laughs> you know, the young, you know, all these guys, yeah. and seeing how their faces are reacting, you know. And, and and whether or not they're connecting with what's what's coming from stage. And so yeah, for me, like when I step behind that console, man, like that's when the creative juices like are really are flowing and are, are, are really refreshing. Yeah. Know, for for sure. Yeah. So and then uh, yeah, it's it's a good time. Yeah, for me it's the a lot of design paths mm-hmm. or like you you're an intern, then you're mm-hmm. a junior designer and become a a senior designer, then a staff right. designer, then become a manager. And for right. me like that progression is not I do not. I'm not excited to be a manager, and it scares me a little bit of like mm. not being hands-on doing the thing I'm doing. Yeah. But most of my friends who have kind of achieved that senior role, senior role, it's more of they're in the role of like designing an experience or designing the team. Right. And so it's a different way of your medium is different, but right. it's still kind of the same mindset. And so yeah. I think there's there's hope in like that evolution of tasks <laughs> for, for sure. myself. But it seems like you've done that well. Like you were yeah. in the band, you were a part of that whole of that whole experience, and now you're right. kind of shaping the experience and you have a lot of it's probably relational too right with yeah, the people you know for and sure that's a big part of the industry for itself sure. too for sure man yeah i mean relations comes down so much in our industry like and uh you know keeping those contacts fresh and the people you know and um the amount of names you have to know just oh man. The, i can't imagine the people you have to talk to that is probably my biggest flaw actually <laughs> like <laughs> i try so hard with names but um, it, it, it's difficult at times, yeah. you know what I mean? And, um, a lot of times it's like, Hey, partner. Hey, hey, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> they look at me like, you should know. I'm like, I know. I still like you. Yeah. Still bros, but I'm I know the so band you're in right now. You're from like, exactly. Your name. Yeah. yeah, exactly. And, and you know, I get it too. You know, sure, sure. A lot of times people, you know, will call me by the artist's last name and I'm like, Hey, yeah, that's cool. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. It's, it's good enough. Yeah, We're all the same page. Exactly. That's cool. Yeah. Awesome. So, um, you have a daughter and yeah. how old's your daughter? She's 18 months old. 18 months. All right. Awesome. Um, and she is, man, she's a little rock star. Her name's Ava and, uh, she is awesome. Um, she's it's a fun stage, joy. right? Yeah. It's so fun. Like every day is a new experience and just like the little things of like, her, you know, seeing me yelling, dad, giving me this big hug, it's just like so rewarding. You know what I mean? Yeah. And, um, yeah. I just, I understand so much more now um, just that that relationship between like parents and their kids. And, you know, like growing up, you know, my mom's always like telling me like, you'll never know like how much I love you and does all yeah. this type of stuff. And, and you like, really yeah. don't. No, you, you really don't. don't. No, not you're until like, you have your, crazy. Exactly. <laughs> not until you have your kids and then you're like, 
I get this. You know what I mean? And mm-hmm. I understand. And yeah. and so, but yeah, I think the other thing I learned too, having having Ava, is I, I'm married, coming up on eight years with my lovely wife Stephanie, and love her dearly, and she's awesome. And when we got married, I was like, wow, I'm I'm really selfish. Like I'm a really selfish person. <laughs> and then when we had Ava, I was like. Oh my gosh! <laughs> I'm the most selfish man on the planet. <laughs> I need to adjust, and it's just a whole new, whole new reality. But yeah, yeah, dude, yeah, it, it changes. It changes your mind mm-hmm. about a lot of different, and it, and it frames your perspective. Like it does. What, yeah, it really matters. Like I, I'm traveling a lot more now, and I didn't really, you know, being away is one thing, right. but when. <laughs> When your kid's like, oh, are you going on an airplane again, Daddy? Like, yeah. oh, shit. Like, right. he, like my son, I have an 18-month-old mm-hmm. and a 3-year-old now. Oh, right. And he's really starting to understand mm-hmm. when I'm gone and what I do. And so uh, me and my wife have been very much more strategic around, like, yeah. when we're gone and communicating why we're leaving right. and when we're coming back. Because, like, he, like, one, like, my son was really acting up one time, and I got home and is like, I lost you mm. was how he could. That's the only way he could describe it. And it like mm. it breaks your heart. Like he thought like he lost dad, you yeah. know? Um, so it does sure. like, you can't, you can't explain it to someone who doesn't have kids, no. you know? And it's not like something to hold over someone's head, but it does change how you think about, you know, the family yeah. and being gone and how you pursue career. and all Definitely. Those things. Definitely. And that's, I mean, I, I'm so grateful for what I do. I really am. And I love my job, but, um, you know, it, it, I'm, even more, you know, thankful for the times at home, you know, yeah, with, with her sure. and a little bit of time that we have and, and that perspective. And I'm definitely trying to do everything I can to make sure that the time we have together is, is special and, and precious. Mm-hmm. And everybody's telling me, man, it goes by like that. And um, yeah. it's true. Yeah, it really, it is, really does. Like, it's it really so does. crazy that, I mean, I feel like just yesterday we found out we were pregnant. Now, <laughs> <Here she is. laughs> yeah, but there you go. So, yeah, I feel anyway. like too that I think there's like a guilt, and I'm like just speaking for myself, but yeah. tell me if this resonates at all. Like I feel like people, you know, it's like oh, spend time at home, and that's it's all that matters, and kids are important. But mm-hmm. I feel like there's an equal, um, and you be intentional those times, but there's an equal benefit in being gone yeah. and still being who you are, right? Like right. just because you're a parent doesn't mean you're no longer what you are, totally. and that like that burns inside of people. And I think to like. To have kids too early, or to like have to deal with that responsibility and mm-hmm. and not be who you really are right. is is an equal weight. Yeah. Um. And so I've been me and my wife. We have very weird schedules and we're have very concentrated times away and concentrated times at home. Mm-hmm. But we feel that like that enables us to do both. Right. Right. And I feel like it seems like you guys have figured that out with the band and being gone four days and being yeah. home three days. Like it's a good mix. We we try for sure. I mean, it doesn't always happen. You know sure. what I mean? Like. Um, you know, there's things that fall. You're just like, you know, you book something and, you, <laughs> and then you realize six months later, you're like, oh, we're doing oh, this. Oh, crap. <laughs> that's my wife's anniversary. <laughs> or that's, oh, excuse right. me, that's our anniversary. Right, right. It's like, what was I thinking at the time? You know, so it's like, you know, yeah. you're always trying to think through everything, but, you know, some things slip through the tracks. And yes, yeah, so we have we really, really, really do try hard to, to make sure that we're really thoughtful and, um, and uh, in in what we're doing and the, the decisions that we're you know making and um, you know mainly main the artists that I work for I mean decisions that he's making and what he's doing he's very family right. focused and um, you know wants to make sure that he's there for for his kids as much as he can so that's huge yeah cool but, so I know there are things that. Um, aren't as efficient in balancing life with your industry. <laughs> mm. There's a lot of nuance and things that coordinating that have been um, 
hard. Right. And you've tried to solve some of those problems. I have. I have. <laughs> yeah, I have, man. I have. Do I, you want uh, to talk about that a little yeah, bit? Yeah. So um, I, it, it's hard to believe that the process of booking an artist is still done the same way that it was done 30, 40, 50 years ago. You know, a, a venue buyer will send an email to an agent, and then this agent who sits at a desk somewhere, I love you guys, but I don't know what you do all day, um, <laughs> reply to the email, say, yes, this artist is available, and then they negotiate a price, and then this, like, offer, then the buyer has to, like, fill this offer form, and then they, like, agree on something, and then they, like, write up this contract, and the guy has to email him, like, this PDF. He has to print it and sign it, and then they, like, mail a check-in for deposits just like we're in the 21st century right? <laughs> whatever like i don't know so anyway yeah and so that process it, it, you know i've actually am currently uh doing on a smaller scale um you know what i mean there's uh, some artists i work with that you know i'll do booking for and it's still that way like they'll send me the email and then um you know we have to go through this process that's just so archaic and i just yeah. so i was driving up the five uh uh how long three, ago? Just for context. Three months. This is only three, three months, months ago. ago. Three months ago, I was driving up the five, and um, listening to a Stanford lecture that Aaron Levy from Box was doing, and uh, he um, was talking about enterprise software and how he was, you know, struggling, and he just he he needed to meet this need that he had inside of being able to share documents and like large documents, and right. so that's when Box came about. And so I'm sitting there thinking, like, with our industry, like. Why isn't there anything that that helps artists connect with buyers that's like easy and seems so simple? It, yeah, it seems so simple. <laughs> and so all of a sudden, like it came to me, like I I kind of felt like a, an, a I kind of actually felt like for a musician for like man eh, thirty seconds, but because <laughs> like, I grabbed my phone and like opened up like the memo voice app thing yeah. and started like talking into my phone. I was like, what if there was an application that artists could download? that you know, any artist, it doesn't matter the, the demand, the size, sure. the caliber, any artist can download, could sign up, could be on this booking agency, and inside the application, it covers every, every step of the booking process. So they sign up, they get a unique URL for their offer form, they share that URL, and um, with buyers and people like that, and then when the buyer like fills out that offer form, they get a push notification on their phone, and then they can review that offer and they can push approve, and then the system will automatically send an email to the buyer. <laughs> and they get paid online. Yeah, they get it's paid. So it's like, oh my gosh, this, yeah. is, this has to like this has to be out there is what I thought honestly. Yeah. And so I kind of I, I got back home and I opened up my computer and I did kind of like that closed eye Google search where I was sure. just like, oh, no, this no, has no, to no, exist, no. <laughs> and I couldn't find it. I can't find it anywhere. And um, you know, so I was like, you know what, let's do this. So I, I drew up a business plan um, and uh, we secured funding quick. And we locked in our design, development company, and marketing team. And now we are three months in and then we'll launch our product um, this week, <laughs> which awesome. is awesome. That's yeah, awesome. which is crazy. It's like, I, it's so mind blowing. I mean, I, I don't play, you know, I mean, we hit that ground running, we hit it hard. Um, I, I, I only wanted the best. We hired what I feel like the best design company, mm -hmm. one of the best design companies in the They're country, legit. fun size in Austin. <laughs> good buddies, good friends, and um, love what those guys have done. Um, and uh, great uh, development company called Spectrum, and these guys are just—they're—they're they're killing it. I mean, every aspect of it. Um, and I couldn't be more proud of this application and what we've developed. I'm—I'm—I'm um, I'm, I'm excited to get it in the hands of artists. I'm excited to give artists the tools to help them 
manage and, and, and book and do what they're doing on the road themselves. And so yeah. now any artist can be on our agency um, and, and have all the tools right at their fingertips. Um, and so, you know, they get an, they get an offer in, they can review it. They can, if it doesn't look good, they can counter it inside the, inside the right. application. So they can change up maybe the set time or how much they're getting paid right in there and send a counter offer to the buyer. Um, if everything looks good, they hit approve. And if everything, then the buyer will sign digitally right on the screen, yeah. and right on their computer. Right. Um, the buyer will send a deposit in, which most artists, you know, smaller scale or mid scale, like they've never gotten a deposit for the show. They're just hoping they get paid when they yeah, leave. They you know what I'm saying? Exactly. The, yeah. And so now we're giving them a, a tool to do that and they're getting legit contracts. And, and also too, like, I really feel like we're giving artists legitimacy. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. Like, they're now sending this legit offer form that looks great to a buyer, and they're like, "Oh, these guys, these guys have got their crap together." You know what I'm saying? Right. Like, and so they fill out that offer form, and they're they're getting legit contracts. So now the buyer even feels like, um, "Well, oh, I'm they're excited about yeah, yeah, I'm excited about bringing this band in because they're legit. They've got their stuff together, and um, you know we're we're excited to get this this tool in, into the hands of artists um, and to really empower them to do." and what they're doing out on the road. That's cool. So. It seems like it's um, just another another like layer on top of the music industry where mm -hmm. before people couldn't just distribute music, right? Right. So people can distribute their own music now right. and they can put their music out there, but you still have to get booked. You still have to like, right. you know, run that business, which right. is why there's people like you that are tour managers. And yeah. Everything. And this yeah. is another layer that will help a, a band that wants to go on tour to exactly. actually figure that out and exactly. not have to figure out that whole business yeah, right? like exactly. it's another level of empowerment similar for to sure. like for designer developers we uh -huh. just eventually got the app store it's mm -hmm. like oh we can run businesses now on the app store yeah and that never existed before and so it's, it's just empowering people to do what they do best yeah and that's it that's what we're all about man like seriously at pair like we want we want not <laughs> we we don't want to be just another booking agency or a talent agency like that's not our vibe like we want to be an agency that is that is transparent and that's giving the artist the tools like yeah. okay guys like you know it, for too long we have we as an industry as talking about the booking industry have kept everything to ourselves just like labels did with distributing sure. music they kept it all themselves and then somebody realized like whoa we've got this tool the internet anybody can put their music out there let's do that and that's what we want to do at Perry. we want to hand over these tools to the artists and let them do their thing and do it well we'll still be there for them yeah. like we'll st we still have you know our customer support team that's there sure you know anytime you have issues out on the road you have issues with um buyers or anything like that we're there for you um 100 but at the same time you know when you when you get an offer you can view it on your phone you can just hit approve you don't need to wait on us we right. don't need to be your middleman anymore that's right so it's not it's not just a mobile application and platform it's that paired with <laughs> yeah. Paired with actual services that an agency provides, yeah. right? Because there's a lot yeah. of it's not a legal Zoom for music contracts, right? Yeah, You're no. an actual agency, which <laughs> yeah. is I think rare. I think it a is. lot of times you see, oh, here's an app, and you don't trust it, and you don't, and there's not really a human there. It's yeah. just like a database and an app for sure. Whereas this is both of those things, and I think it's yeah. it's a new. It's like Uber's the same way. Like exactly. Uber gets you a car. There's a whole service industry behind that exactly. that's managing that system, and so. Um, it's like this new this new opportunity of business where mm -hmm. there's technology on top of a service exactly. that you would normally get. It's just making it a lot easier and it's accessible. Exactly, and that's 100% us. I mean, we, we want to be there for you the that's best right. that we can. And, you know, we're building a lot of exciting tools that 
we're going to give to our artists that are, that are really going to change the game. Like our first version, which I'm really proud of, it's kind of hard rad. to believe. It's looks the first good. version, you know <laughs> what I'm saying? Um, our first version. It doesn't look like a first version. No, it doesn't. <laughs> that's, that's, I'm really proud about, uh, really proud of that. But our first version is great. But the first version is just the booking process. It's yeah. just, you know, the process between you and the buyer. But, oh, man, this, the second and third versions that we're going to put out there, we're going to start connecting those dots. And so, like, just kind of a quick preview. If an artist wants to book a tour, they could go into their web module, put in all the cities they want to go to, and press send. And then it'll email all of those people in those areas, wow. letting them know that you're coming and if they would like to submit an offer. And if they do, they just do it right there. And so you can do wow. a whole tour within your um, within your system yourself. And, it's huge um, for venues too, because yeah. they're just getting like constant bands like, oh, exactly. here's, here's a show. Let's exactly. this on yeah, this exactly. And it's you know there are a lot of services out there that highlight artists. You know, I mean, there's a lot of great um, and just, you know people that are that are doing their thing that allow artists to have like a profile um, to like highlight their music or show like their touring dates and all that kind of stuff, which is really cool. But when you try to contact that band, you're just sending them an email, and there's no right. like legitimacy to it. Now, when a when a venue contacts you. They will be able to lock you in, like within right. the, the um, uh, within the product and within the software, and um, we're we're stoked about it. It's awesome. So. so, so how is how has it been? Um, knowing that you're building this great thing yeah. and you have this whole team, how has it been transitioning from being <laughs> just you know not just but right. being being the tour manager, front of house guy, or on tour to running a startup? Yeah, <laughs> um, those, those are so, very different. <laughs> yeah, so I, I should say um, that. I, I've started and sold off a few companies um, <laughs> in past years while I was touring. <laughs> Just on the in your road. side time. Yeah, and on, on, while, while touring. Yeah, I'm a, I'm kind of a workaholic. Um, yeah. It's kind of my um, worst enemy, but uh, I I just uh, that entrepreneur side has always been a big passion and something deep down. And so um, you know, I was constantly working on products. Had a little. Like when the iPhone came out, I started a little web development company that specialized in mobile web. So we yeah. optimized websites for mobile phones, yep. which was cool. Yeah. Um, and uh, you know that company did did cool things and great things. And uh, but um, so the balance aspect of things has always been something that I've um, done, I guess you would say. Mm-hmm. Um, but now it's it's an, it is definitely another level with what we're doing with Paris is for sure another level um, than what I've done in the past. And uh, yeah, it's interesting. It's a lot of um, it's a lot of late nights, obviously. For you know sure. what I mean? And for sure. it's um, I'm very uh, thankful for my phone and for technology and, <laughs> and Slack and email. <laughs> and, uh, Slack. Uh, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. It's uh, if it if if it wasn't for those tools that I had, then you know I would be lost for sure. <laughs> so, for sure. <laughs> but um, it's amazing how easy it is to run a business just with a phone. Like yeah. If if you there's there's certain things where if I I mean if I wasn't at a yeah. company where I have to be in a, in a building, I could like do my job mm-hmm. just in a RV with right. internet right, right. Like, no, totally would, which is pretty amazing totally. that you can yeah. pull that off yeah most... I mean we uh, at, at you know at Parrot we don't we don't have four walls currently I mean we'd yeah. like to move into that uh, eventually once we build out our team sure um, but I mean it's it's all from one computer and one phone you know what I'm saying and and I feel like um, man, anybody, anybody out there can really make a big impact and, and could execute on an idea, a product, anything um, with 
the like with very little resources. It's crazy. Yeah. I mean, with the technology we have today and the resources we have, you just need, I mean, you just need your, like you said, your phone or just a computer. If you have an idea, man, build it. Put it out there. Right. Put yourself out there and try. Because yeah. you know, you're never going to know whether it's a success or not unless you, you know, you try. And that's the biggest right. thing for me with Para. You know, people that, um, you know, with, within the first 24 hours of me having this idea, I, I, you know, I shared it with a couple of close friends. And they're like, so you think you're going to do this? I was like, yeah, of course. Uh, I'm they're doing like, it right now. <laughs> yeah, they're like, are you serious? You're really going to do it? I'm like, yeah. Why wouldn't I? Of course right. I'm going to try. Yeah. You know what I mean? I'm going yeah. to give it a shot and at yeah. least go for it. And if it fails, oh, well, I try. You know yeah. what I mean? Like, yeah. it's it's all good. My family still loves me, hopefully. You sure. know what I mean? <laughs> and, and, you know, they're still there and I've still got my friends and, you know, I'll yeah, yeah. try again. Yeah. Well, I think so. the biggest thing is that it's you're actually solving a real problem. Mm -hmm. And this happens a lot in the tech space where they're not solving mm -hmm. anything, right? They're just creating a thing. Yeah. Um, and so I think that's a big deal. And you've also not, like, it's it's somewhat easy to get funding if you have yeah. a good idea and you're not, like, an idiot. Right. And, 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 like, solving a good problem, getting money, and just hiring good people. Like, I think you you can't skip on any of those things, no. and, and you've nailed those. And I, I feel like it's because you have built stuff and you have mm -hmm. seen what a business looks like. And mm -hmm. so I think that's, it was easy for you to execute on those things. Yeah. A lot of people don't understand the value of those. Yeah. And if you don't have those three pillars, it's not going to work. No, it's not. It, it's not going to work at all. I mean, it. Um, you know, I've had a couple people recently even ask me, like, man, I've, I've got this idea. I'm trying to put together this business plan, but nobody wants to talk to me. I'm just like, well, wh what things are you communicating with them? Are you are you just are you just telling them the product? Or are you going to tell them like how it's going to change the world? And right. also too, like, is it something you're passionate about? Like, sure, I'm passionate about this industry because you have to fight through it. When yeah, it's and I and I'm you. frustrated <laughs> with it. You know what I'm saying? I'm frustrated with I don't. I mean, if I have to print off one more PDF and sign it by hand and then scan it and email oh it back gosh. to somebody, I'm going to, you know, whatever. But that's another story. Um, so, yes, yeah, so, you know, this this is definitely a need that I need. This is a solution that I needed. Yeah. And so that's why, you know, I'm so passionate about it. But, yes, those three things, especially design. I mean, we spared no expense with design. Yeah. And um, not just in a monetary sense, but, like, I really strive for excellence. And, um, you know, I did all the research I could to really empower my designers, you know, and giving them inspiration, giving them clear direction, letting them know quick what I like, what I don't like. Um, and I think that made a big difference in, in building sure. in building Perry and building it quickly um, was being able to know exactly what I wanted, how I wanted it, um, and uh, so that we could build yeah. the best product. We well, when we could. met, it was because you had this idea yeah. through mutual friends, and right. when you told me the timeline of what you wanted to build, I was like, <laughs> "Cool, dude! Like that's ambitious. Like I'm not, I can't do that for you, right?" right, right. <laughs> so um, yeah. we made introductions. I'm glad they've been able to execute for you. Yeah. But I think a lot of that is it is just simple vision and direction yeah. and execution. And right. That's and that's why everyone in this industry says like ideas are cheap. Like everyone's got a good idea. If you can't execute on it, it's it's just it's just a thought. It's right? just a thought. You're um, right, man. It's just a thought, and you've you've got to go after it. And you've got to you got to hit the pavement hard. My <laughs> yeah. I sit up at night, and I look at <laughs> I look at Flipboard and I look at Billboard magazine, and I'm waiting. I, I just sit there and cringe. To get to when your post goes well, out. <laughs> not, not for my own. I'm waiting for somebody else to post it. Oh, sure. You're waiting that's for my biggest someone fear. else is in a I'm going to flip through and somebody else is going to oh, beat me gosh. to it. Yeah. And so that's my fuel. Yeah. And so that's my number one um, you know, goal and, and number one uh, thing that's pushing me forward. And then the second thing is somebody told me that this wouldn't be a million-dollar idea. And they're going to regret telling me that. Yeah. So. No, it's, not, it's way bigger than a million dollar idea. Yeah. A million so. 
Yes. <laughs> Photo. Like, there's calculators that are million yeah, exactly. dollar ideas. That's nothing. Yeah, um, but so anyway. Around. So people that are interested, they, yeah. it's pairbooking.com. It P -A -R -E. is P-A-R-E. It is P-A-R-E booking.com. Uh, go there. You can get the links to, um, obviously, to the App Store. Just go to the App Store, Google Pair, Pair or Pair Booking, and it'll pop up. Download the app. Um, you know, whether you're an artist, singer, songwriter, band, musician, um, even if you're like a speaker out there doing speaking engagements, download the app and sign up and be a part of the, man, what I think is the best booking agency in the world. So. Hell yeah. <laughs> awesome. Very yeah, cool. Dude. Well, we're coming up on time. Is there anything else yeah. that you wanted to share? How can people find you? What do you want to promote? I mean, you've also promoted Pair. But... Yeah. No, I think that's, I mean, for me, like I'm on um, Twitter. It's just B underscore Bach. Cool. Um, if you find me on Instagram, I'm private, but that's just for friends yeah. and family. So <laughs> sorry. Cool, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um, but yeah, Twitter's probably the best way to communicate. And um, man, I, I, I'd love to, you know, if anybody has questions, concerns, comments about Pair, like email me directly. My email is Brandon, B-R-A-N-D-O-N, at pairbooking.com. I'm, you know, email you me. Go. I love it. So Awesome. Well, thanks so much for coming yeah, by. Dude, thank my, you. My, uh, place and I'm, I'm glad we've got to begin our relationship yeah, here dude. obviously we'll we'll track you when you're when you're going through your your um through your exit and acquisition <laughs> <laughs> to apple music or whatever yeah, it's dude. going to be, be a good time. Um, good super times. excited for you guys um thanks for coming on man yeah dude thank you awesome thanks guys you guys know where to follow us uh we'll link up Brandon's stuff and everything with pair below um you know where to find us on twitter and instagram and uh, if you guys like what we're doing, feel free to give us a rating in iTunes. See you guys later. If you don't design your life, someone else will design it for you. And you may just not like their idea of balance. Try to find, try to find, try to find balance. Try to find, try to find, try to find balance. Try to find, try to find balance. And you may just not like their idea of balance. Try to find, try to find balance. Hey guys, thanks again for listening to The Balance. Do you want to find Brandon for spending time with us? Trying to find Brandon on Twitter, 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 find Brandon Trying to find the balance, I'm trying to build the balance.